0: Okay. Good evening. Tonight's novi sheir is sponsored by Zevi Rosenberg family. Evening Nishmas, Who delay ben benzion? The sroser alone in Yissholim should have an aliyah. The sroser alone should also be a sroser for Shleima. So, last time we had the sheir three weeks ago, we saw the battle, the grand battle between the forces of Avshalom and David's remaining royal men, and despite the fact that Sivim Avshalom had a superior force, HaKadosh gave Hu gave Shemem the HaDeshma'i to David and his men, and they had a massive victory and not only did they have a massive victory, unfortunately Kal suffered a terrible, terrible loss the passage tells us that <clears throat> There was a mageif gedoy bayema who estimated twenty thousand Jews, it's an unbelievable number to hear. Twenty thousand Jews dying in a civil war, in Nebuch, and <clears throat> so many people died as they were running away, escaping through the forest. Whether that was due to the confusion or due to the wild animals, like the Targum tells us, but either way, it was a stunning defeat. Now, what happened to Avshalom himself? This is where up to pasuk test. Now, just to remind everybody. David Amellach is very, very concerned. As his men go out to battle, he said, He Shom Ali Shalom, be careful, watch out for my son Shalom. And we explained, the Malbum, which is based on the Barbanel, that perhaps David felt that his son didn't actually want to kill him, just oppose him, and he was hoping to somehow get the throne back without having to kill his son. And this is where we pick up. So the Posek tells us, Vayikra Avshalom of David. And it happened to Mikra. And she says, Lashin Mikra Upega. Now, obviously, we know there's no such thing as a Mikra coincidence, but out in a battle like this. And what it means is that the Baruch who caused it to look like accidentally, pumped. You know, they weren't out, to, there wasn't a search and kill team out for Avshalom. It happens to be Avshalom was riding through the forest on his mule. And uh, he ends up suddenly he comes around the corner and suddenly a bunch of David soldiers see him and they give chase. Now, just before we go right there, why is Avshalom riding on a mule? Why isn't he riding on a horse? So a number of Mepharshim point out that we find elsewhere that there was a special parrot, a special mule that was meyuched for the melech, which is a chiddush vatzin, because making a mule is an isit, instead of climbing, right? It's a donkey and a horse. But there was a special mule that came and chased him and this was... Belonged to the family of Malchus, based David. And he was riding on this mule. He wanted to show his men. He was, you know, going in the royal royal chariot, you know, like going in the, the, the president's royal motorcade. So this is the same idea. What's the, what's the significance uh, of this mule from Chase Bay What does that mean? Because you're not allowed to no, create no, a mule. So, so, it, how so else it's an actual mule. brio saying so, it so was a created. It wasn't created like Iser of, uh, Harvah, the Yasser of harva of Sus and a Hamor together. So There was a large tree, and there was a major tangle of branches, one of the most famous incidents in all of Tanakh. And we know that Avshalom was a nazir, and he had this tremendous hair, he was benched tremendously in his hair, a had beautiful long hair that he took tremendous pride in. And Chazal said, because he took such pride in his hair, that's why his downfall came about because of his hair, his hair gets tangled in the tree and the mule keeps riding he ends up hanging between the sky and the earth and the mule continues now the obvious question you have to ask when you read such a story is what? what should Shalom do immediately? take out his sword and cut off his hair? you know it's very dangerous to be hanging by your hair in a battlefield he took out a sword, he was going to cut off his hair, and he saw Gehenem So he was able to free himself, but then he saw Gehenim, he had fallen to Gehenim. Now, you can learn this that it means that he Pashtun, saw a physical operation of this earth opening up, to uh, swallow him up. But, to learn it, that because you know, the other people who came didn't see this special Pesach that him opened up, that Avshalom, he goes to battle, everything is going his way. And somehow, he has a stunning defeat. And not only does he have a stunning defeat, he ends up by mistake, not even because they chase him down, by mistake, he ends up in front of David's men. He's running, and the tree crabs is here. Even Avshalom, who had done such tremendous wishes, he wasn't a stupid person. He was a talmud He was a tzaddik originally, and he recognizes this is the Yad Hashem, and he realizes at that moment that he did a terrible, terrible avir. And Hakadosh Baruch Hu is being misav of Asibus to punish him, to cause him to be killed. Now he has an option. He could cut his hair, run away, fate live to fight another day, live to avoid this, the consequences of his actions. But Rashalm at that moment realized that he's never gonna have Hatzlacha. If Akhajbarhu caused him to have such a stunning defeat, he realizes is on David's side. He did a terrible aveira and he decided willingly that he'd rather be killed and face the Einish And that way hopefully spare his Neshama, and Haba than cut himself loose. What it means is he he understood that if he escapes so he could escape with his physical life, but his nephesh is doomed to get ahead of him. Instead, he decided he'd stay hanging off the tree and allow himself to be killed, and that hopefully would be a kapara for him. But it, it was, was it? So we'll see. Probably. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Is it a mitzvah that, like try to keep himself alive, like a shantavarite or something like that? Oh, that's a very good question. How about let me ask you a different question. I know someone in like was is very busy with this question. If someone is is convicted by Besden to death, is he allowed to... <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to run away. <laughs> so, he understood that this is Menasheh and He can't take his life, or even that. We saw different places. There are examples in Chazal and in Tanakh of people who took their lives as a kapora, right? From the famous Gemara of Lazar and Judah, and others. Well, he actually didn't take his life, but there's someone else who took his life. But they right, they no, so that was to protect themselves from doing a very this is a different. kapara. We do find examples in the Gemara of people who committed suicide, there Kapara, and it seems there is such a mahal, right? The person who went there, he was making a call called his best. Is, is shot that it could be one of either ways, either, either that he sees Gehenim that literally that he possibly can't. You're no, right. no, I'm saying according to the, according to the second way we said is it saying Gehenim Sukhatachthav that oh, let, let me get killed and go to Gehenim for a Kapara. No, no, no. The, the, the he opportunity said that if he lets Gehenna... himself loose, oh, then, then, then Gehenna he'll go to get because right. then he's going to lose out uh-huh. an opportunity to get the kapara, uh-huh. instead he'll go to get and... So Hanim as as a, a kapara to, say so, you no. Know, saying so he oh. can. Okay. And again, Chazah point out that the reason that he had this unusual, bizarre way of being captured and killed is because of the fact that he was misgol Basira, A person takes gaiven something. A was who is soynes a we had is So one of David's officers notices what's going on. He goes running to the general. He tells the general, "Vayemer, I found Avshalom. He's hanging off of a tree." So yoyev tells the person, "You saw Avshalom, enemy number one." I you know, it's like, imagine like the guy finds Yahya Sinwar and he goes running to tell the commanding officer, "Take out your gone and take care of him." What are you doing? Why didn't you kill him right there, alive? Had you done that, you would have gotten a promotion. All I lost is loch kesef. You would have gotten a reward of ten shkolm of kesef. The in this belt. I understood there was a, some sort of simon of a uh, promotion. So he said, "What are you doing? What are you thinking? Is the enemy number one? Kill him." So this, this officer gives a very interesting answer. Vayaymer ishel shekel al kapi kesef. Well, you think I'm impressed? You would have given me ten shekel? Had you given me a thousand shekels of kesef? ben He says, there's several reasons I didn't kill him. First of all, how could I go and kill the son of the king? I can't bring myself to kill the son of the king. First of all. Second of all, he tells him, we all heard the king, B'davka, in front of everybody, warned you. and all the other two generals. shimru Make sure that nothing happens to Now, it's interesting. You, you would have thought the word would be Shamru bi so Rashi says Shamru Mi means ko Mishi Yishmerenu. Whoever comes to this happens to come across him should be careful of him. And he says, So Elamai, you're gonna tell me as follows. Okay, not a big deal. You should have just killed him and pretended it wasn't you. He says, Sisi Binafshi sheker. So first of all, had I done that, I would bring a tremendous sheker my to lie to the king, to lie and go to the Dvarhamelach and it would have gotten out. And you know what happened? He says, Yayav, I know you. He says, you, you want Avshalom dead because it works for your plans. You don't want Avshalom, you know, L'maysa. we'll discuss why Avshalom wanted Avshalom dead so badly. It was better for the kingdom. But he says, you Avshalom, you want him dead, but you also, Avshalom, you want him dead, but you don't want to go connect with the kings. You know what you're going to do? You're going to just stand there and uh, you're gonna say, "Oh, I had nothing to do with this. I don't know why this guy did it. Maybe you'll have me punished for killing Avshalom. So you want me to do the dirty work?" So he tells his commanding officer, well, "You're telling me to go against the king. I know what happened. You would have gone, and you would have uh, watched me kill him. You would have been happy, and then you would have put the blame on me." So told tells him, no, "You're misreading me." Yehiel says, "I'm happy to do it directly, a But Yehimer Yehiel, "Loi kein a No, no, no. That's not what I'm asking you. I wasn't asking you to do it so I could. Pretend, you know, stay at a distance. I'll do it right now. Show me where he is. He took three spears. And he stabbed them into Avshalom's heart. And Avshalom, I denuchai believe. is still alive as he's sitting there, speared, pierced through his heart into this tree. And Avshalom sitting there alive still. What's the significance of Shloi So Chazal tell us that it comes dafka. Everything was Mida, the and Mida. There were three spears to his heart because he stole the lave of three different people. He stole the lave Bezdin, lave Dovet Oviv, and lave Yisrael. And then he was Nenash, that there were three Shvat and went into his heart. And then, that wasn't enough. He wasn't dead yet, right? It says, I denochai, vay vayosoyvu asorin orim, noisekle and now yoiv's. <coughs> no, his weapons bearers, his you know his immediate guard that was with him, they all came. and They now all all ten of them stabbed Avshalom and killed him. Why did he deserve Avshalom? That another ten people should kill him. So Chazal says that was That's why he had these ten different spears that were that were pierced by it, pierced into him. So it comes out that. Sholem did three there's b'ikr three shoshera. Number one was the gaiva. The gaiva which began with his hair, he got caught in his hair. Number two, he stole Lev Aviv, Lev Bezdin, Lev Sanhedrin, which is, In a way, more than the rebellion, the fact that he tricked them and he took advantage of them is considered worse, and he was Nenash with the three spears to his heart. And then finally, that his ba, was Pilag She'oviv, such a terrible mice in so he was Nenash and Hashemayim that there were ten. He was pierced by ten different spears by the mm-hmm. Avdei Shalom. Now Chazal pick up on the fact of it, pa- fact that the pasuk says, "VaYaku es Avshalom, vaYmisuhu." Pick him shalom. <laughs> They That's hit Avshalom that. and they killed him. What's, these, what's the double wash of this? Chazal say, "Tanya heremay oimr Avshalom imlechel kol elam haba shenemer VaYaku es Avshalom vaYmisu VaYiku bo elam so, this chazal seems to say that our actions in trying to face the punishment were not sufficient, and he's still, but we'll see soon that maybe Afo he had a way of coming. We'll see soon. So, how he alive with three spears in his heart? Obviously, this wasn't a natural thing. I mean, even you know, it, it takes a surprisingly long time to kill people, so, especially you know. if it's still in, it Right. You pull it out. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> oh. Now Vayitka Yeev is Yoyev now immediately blows the Shaifer, which we've seen before in these various battles. The blowing of the shaifer was the simon for the that was the trumpet, the sign for the end of the war. And he had to forcibly use all of his kichas as commanding officer to prevent his men from continuing to run after after the other members of Kali so When And you win a war, so the teva is, you get all ungrates, and they wanted to go and continue killing. So Yo'ev had to literally hold them back from continuing the chase. Yo'ev said, we killed shalom, there's no point in fighting anymore. Kali they lost their... The, the rebellion lost its champion. There's no reason to fight anymore. We shouldn't continue to kill Yidden. What does that mean? Why would they... What, what does that mean? They want to continue... You're continue, in battle, and they want to kill so. you, and you want to kill you, and you just... Once you start running, you just keep going, and, 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 and rage. they... Rage. It's not just rage. No, no. It's much more than rage. They felt... You know, they all realized exactly, you know, like, and you're in a battle, you figure they're going to continue killing me. You, you need to have a tremendous level of self-control and chachma... Yeah and calculated military understanding to realize, okay, the war is over, we could stop fighting. Because the etzim, that type of war, you know, it's not like today's wars. In those wars, whoever was chasing the other one had a major advantage. If Chas and Sholem, they would stop, and then Chas would turn around, they still had tremendous numbers, they could be killed. So they probably felt, no, the battle's over, our Sholom's dead, we could stop. Now it's interesting, you see over here the godless of Yoyev. Yoyev went, K'neged the Melch, yes, and he did something that David is very upset about. But it's interesting, later on, at the end of David's life, he takes Yoyev to task and has Yoyev punished for the maisa of killing Avner that we already saw, which we already saw he cursed Avner for that maisa, <coughs> Yoyev for that mice. And another story that going to be very upset. But this story of killing his own son is never a mention. David doesn't give him any moser. In other words, soon going to see that Yoyev gives David a lot of moser. And we see from here that Yoyev made a right <laughs> cheshrin. It's true. David had the Rachmanus of an Avla Ben. But Yoyev understood that as long as Avshalom's alive, had they not killed Avshalom, so the rebels would have continued fighting and would have killed many, many more Jews. And Yoyev understood that this is pikuach nefesh, that we don't listen to the kingdom claim pikuach nefesh, that he had to take the initiative to have Avsholam killed. But the the issue found him. He had his attachment. Right. Him, he, 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 doesn't he can't have make to play such this a... You don't have oh. the right to kill one person to save a lot of people. <clears throat> you don't. But over here, Yoiv Avshalom was, uh, was leading a rebellion. He was a right... You're right. If Avshalom yeah, was this innocent bystander that would cause people to kill other people, you can't. You have no right to kill him. But over here, Yoiv was definitely by Avshalom. By any standard, was Chayef misa. He had been bawled pilagshi of He was kicked his father off the off the throne. He was a He was in the middle of a war, and a war. There's no, you know, these rules don't usually apply. So by any regular judgment there was a right for them to kill Asholom. David had asked for a special favor not to kill his son because of his love for his son, but Yoyev understood that this is not what's good for the Malchus, that as long as Avsholim's alive, this merit would never settle down. Klausal wouldn't be happy to go back to David, the rebellion would continue. Yoiv's Taina on the on the it's not written yeah, Scotch, what was the Taina? David made a lot of sense. Okay, you felt oh, it Yoyah was so obvious that you could that, that you have to kill Absalom. He thought he felt the David's request was a ridiculous request that that is totally you know should be totally ignored. You know, we have show I don't want to say anything in you know, or in the current situation, but you could imagine that not everything, you know, the hostages' families would be telling you know the prime minister don't bomb Az at all because uh, you know I'm not saying you have to be careful of the hostages, but you know, there's the cheshman of a person, and then there's the national cheshman. And a national cheshman, you know, a person's personal tzar doesn't necessarily come into play. I'm not Chas coming here to decide what should be done there, but I'm just trying just to bring out the point that, you know, David's personal feelings for his son were trumped, Yehoyev felt, and Yehoyev felt it was obvious, were trumped by the national need and the need of saving all of his soldiers. And we'll see, Yehoyev makes his point very forcefully. So <clears throat> what did they do with HaSholom's body? Fayikhu now, all of his men, they heard the trumpet, they all gathered around. Yaya, they see Avshalm's dead. They took Avshalom's body, they cut it down. They threw him into a big pit. They piled on top of him a giant pile of stones. The Choli Nosu isla And all the Kali Israel, they see that their hero is dead. <laughs> There's no point, and they all slink back home. Now, the next prosik seems very strange. It seems to be a direct contradiction to what we just said. We just said that Yahya was buried in a pit, a nameless pit, with a pile of rocks on top of it in the forest, in the battlefield, in But the prosik says, continues, <laughs> Av Sholom had made for himself a tremendous monument. He made himself a major tomb, Ki Omar Enli Ben. He wanted to have remember it. says, I don't have a son. Bavor, his kishmin, I want my name to be remembered. So, you know, like the Pharaohs, they built these giant pyramids. He built himself this big, major monument. They should be remembered forever. And he called this monument and it's still called Yadav Shal. Now, those shown, though, there is a place that's called Yadav Shalom will discuss a little bit more about it soon. we talk about Dovid's reaction. But, it's good to know that a lot of the archaeologists feel this is not actually from Shalom. I don't know if we care about the archaeologists, but definitely the archaeologists feel it's much more recent than that. Okay. How, long t- how long did he have to do that? I mean, it seems like this whole story wasn't that No, no, long. this happened before he rebelled. Oh, it was before he rebelled. Now, the Mepharshim, the Gemara, asks, uh, a very obvious kasha here. The Gemara <laughs> asked that Vlay Havale Bini, he didn't have sons, Vaksiv, like he had in Perekid Right, that's the advantage when you uh, do it, you know, peric a week. So you don't ask such kashas not remember any more peric yedalim. But, but, va'yivoldu uh, <laughs> He had three sons and a daughter. I right, remember, David didn't even come to visit him. So Um basically ben hagun lamalchus. He didn't have a son that was hagun lamalchus. From Chista Amar, Called they, 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 because he was Sayyidwa Shachari, he wasn't Yarish. So either they died or they weren't Roy Lamalchas. This is the Tubshat and the says. Now <clears throat> did he get buried there or not? So yeah, you know Pashtet, the sound a little bit of a steer. But the Radak says that um it, but a couple, the Radak says that after he was buried, they pulled him out and they brought him Taka to his cavern. So that's the Radak's chat. However, many others say that he Taka, the Possack's bringing out something very, because you know, otherwise, why is the Pasuk mentioning it? But others say no. The Possack's trying to bring out a very important point. Avshalom thought. I can ensure my memory, I can ensure my Gvura, I'll prepare myself this massive, glorious tomb. And what was the end result? The end result that he didn't even get a normal burial. He got buried in a pit under a pile of stones. But the is bringing out a person, goes and thinks, Rabbi Smakshev's B'lavish, he's going to give himself all this Gvura and Gedula and Kovit. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu had a different thought, and not only did he not get buried with all the Kovit in his fancy tomb, he did not even. Uh, he was not even zayecha to a regular kufur. He just got stuck in this pit under the pile of stones. Kaver Shalom, they just made up. <clears throat> Yad Shalom. This is Yad of Shalom. shalom. There's another thing, Kaver Shalom. I'm assuming No, 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 Yad of Shalom. They call Kaver Shalom. They call shalom. Oh, whatever. It's the basis so it's totally in the smacholikus. Yeah, yeah. So some would say. Thank you. Yeah. And that place is, uh, you know, it's it's very debatable if that is actually uh, Yad of Shalom. What? Well? You know, Yad of Shalom dates back from the beginning of the Bais You know, the archaeologists next will say that this is at the latest from the at the earliest from the Bais Shushan. So it used to have a Yad on top of it now, it doesn't anymore. So like uh, a... now, <coughs> Chazal point out, what's this lotion of Lokach <laughs> the Yad of what the Chayim Sirach says? My Lokach, the Chazal say my Lokach. Omri Shlokach Shalokach Mekechro That he made a tremendous choice. He thought that this whole thing would bring him Gedula and Gavura to go be murdered to his father and other Abba. It was the opposite; it was true. And what's the lotion? This whole thing was planned out by the Malkish to bring a punishment to David the Siv, hidden him a lecher ram in besecha. Now, this is a very, very important Chazal because David understood this. David understood that this is all from Hakadosh Baruch Hu to punish him, and the reason that David has such a harsh, uh, such a terrible reaction to his son's death is because he feels personally responsible. Despite the fact that Avsholom was and Avsholom did these terrible things, but and this brings out the godless of David. David appreciated that it was his hate that was going to everything that happened. He didn't look at it as Avsholom's a bad guy. Other rabbi, he blamed himself. In the middle, that's why he was so upset. Now, Vachimatz, <clears throat> Ben Tzodik, right? this was one of the loyalists of David, Sadiq, the Kayin, son. Omar, he says to Yo'yev, the commanding officer, Arut sanah v'avasra es I want to go and be the one to tell David the great news, we won the war. Ki to Hashem Yad oiva of De'an HaKadosh Baruch saved him from his enemies. Ve'ayim ele'yoy of lo'yish besura ata. Lo'yish besura ata hayim hazeh. You're not an ish besura today. You're not the person to bring the news. be a akher, you'll bring the news on a different day. Why? Ve'ayim hazeh lo'y tevassu. You don't be the person to bring the news today. Ki al ke'in ben ha because, or, because the king's son is dead. It's not good news. And Adirab Achimats, we'll see the pastor going to point this out again. Achimatz was a good person. And a good person has a schuss to bring good news. And have told him this is not good news. As much as it's good news that we won the war, he understood okay. the was going to be very upset. And he said, You don't want to be the one you don't want to be the mavasa of a Basura run. This is a very important thing that people don't always realize. You know, when you hear bad news, it's not a mitzvah to go tell people Other Abba, you're not supposed to go spreading bad news. It's not a mitzvah to be the Malchamovas. And uh, you know, someone has to know that you know. Don't don't keep something from someone. They have to suppose to put Levi and make sure they know. But it's not a mitzvah to go around spreading bad news. Other, uh, a a good person spreads good news and brings happiness to people. And it's a person who's not an ishtoyev that spreads bad news. So Yehav tells him, don't go. Instead, Yeyev tells Vayemer Yehav Lakushi. He tells a kushi. Who's this kushi? Either he was some fellow who was taka black who was. Part of David's army, or maybe he was a yid who was dark, or maybe he lived in Eretz Kohosh from Pshaten. But he tells this Kushi, who some say was the soldier who originally found Avshalom. So He says, "Okay, it's your problem. l'melech Go tell the king that you saw that, that what happened, that we won the war, and that Avshalom was killed." So he follows orders. He's not—he's not, he's not going to. Although he spoke a little bit disrespectfully, it's the same person before. But that was because he felt that this is an order he couldn't. <laughs> follow, but now he bows down, he says okay, I'll run away, right away Achimatz wasn't happy okay, Achimatz I don't care let me go also there's no good news here so, so Achimatz says, I don't care I'm going to run, I want to tell the king he says, listen, if you insist, run now, this is one of the most famous psukim in Sefer Shmuel. And he managed, he went through the plain, and he managed to pass, he cut off the kushi. Why is this pasuk so famous? It doesn't sound like a very important pasuk. But any time that the Gemara talks about the fact that when you make a bracha on Mitzvah you make the bracha over so the Gemara says, what does it mean? Over the right? The Gemara, it's the Gemara, and if you look at Pesachim, Sukkah, Megillah, neither my with the high over How do we know, right? We need to always make a bracha before you do the mitzvah, right? There are certain mitzvahs so we know. There's exceptions like mitzvah Shadaim, because your hands are tamei and so on, but there are we always make the bracha before we do the mitzvah. So Amram Nacham how do we know that the lushan of Aver means before? <laughs> he passed in front of the Kushi. So this is the Makar that Oivalasi also means to do before, so that's why this is a famous possible, Almost most people don't even know the story. The David David sitting between the two gates. The city for protection had an outer gate and an inner gate. There was a lookout on the roof. Hashar the roof of the gate. Al and he's out there looking to see what, you know, can you can imagine, there's no radios, there's no cell phones. Imagine the, the nerves of waiting to hear the result of the battle. You know, today, they, you, know, you see pictures when they send the special forces in, they're all watching live from the helmet cameras, from the situation room. They have no idea. Dov is sitting there, he doesn't know if he's about to be surrounded by Hashem's men and killed, or if he had a victory. He has no clue. He sees one person running. the So he calls down to Dov and he tells him, He and he tells him, I see one person running. So David says, If it's one person, then obviously this is a messenger. Because if my forces had lost and they're running for their lives, you'd see a lot of people running. One person, he has a messenger. We don't know if it's a good messenger, but it's a messenger. And he's getting closer. And suddenly the watchman says, I see another person running. The safe is getting worried. Maybe this is the army running away. I see another person running. Vayemer Amelach. And David says, Don't worry. Relax. Only two people. That's not the army being chased away. It's another messenger. I don't know why there's two messengers. We have two messengers coming. Now, Achimats gets there first. Oh, before that. Vayemer had Soifani Royas Merutzas Harishin Kemerutzas Achimats Mansadik. He tells David, I see that the first one who's, who's running, the one who's ahead, don't forget, even though he started behind, he passed him, I see the guy who's going to be here first, I can recognize his gate, so he understood the same thing that Yoyev understood, that a good person brings good news, he's a good person, he's obviously bringing good news. He calls out to the Melech and he bows down to the king, He says, Boruch Hashem, we won the war. And what's David's first response? Not, Boruch Hashem, not, ah, relieved, Boruch Hashem, my men are safe. Is Avshalem okay? Chimat realized, uh oh, this is not good. If the first thing out of David's mouth when he hears he wins the war is what happened to Avshalem, so Achimatz obviously, unlike Yeov, understood that. Yoyev understood, not like Achimatz, that David's going to be depressed. Achimatz thought that as much as David wasn't going to be happy, he was saying, hope, try to save my son, he would be much happier about the victory. But he sees that the number one concern in David's mind is not his own life, not his men. It's our And he gets very nervous. So Achimatz, He says, There was a big commotion, Yoyev, sent someone, I just ran. Now, the first thing discussed was this this sounds like a lie, he knew, but perhaps he was saying a truth, he was just hiding part, he didn't see that. So the king says, okay, you don't know exactly what happened, thank you for telling me we won, let's hear what, what happened to Hashem. sit here. He, he stood next to David waiting. He protected you and Saved you from all of your enemies. The again. Hashalom and I Is Hashalom okay? You now it's his job. He can't lie to the king. Yehi kenar oive adoni Like all of the king's enemies should be like what happened to Hashalom. The Now we'll see David's reaction. Vez Hashem. It's already over time. We'll have to wait to hear David's reaction. Vez Hashem next week.